Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 195. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Super Saver Andy. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Maybe it doesn't sound like it, but I am. Oh, he is. Thank you yes. for tuning in. Hit hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. And uh, welcome back from Thanksgiving break, Andy. Um, yeah, I'm. I really enjoyed the time off. We didn't really take any time off from the pod, but we're only weekly, so we uh, got off from our regular jobs. Did you enjoy your turkey and uh, ham? Had no ham this year. No rum ham. No, it was a, it was a small Thanksgiving. Um, cooked a small turkey, and you know, not much leftovers for me. Hmm. I'm still eating ham, and I'm, honestly, I'm 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 kind of sick of it. I've been eating I, almost every meal has just been ham sandwiches. It's honey baked, so it's the good stuff, and that's why it's, I, I wanted to it buy. Yeah, you know, I wanted to buy a ham on like Friday because I knew we didn't have very many leftovers, and I'm like, I wonder if hams are still on sale. Just make a ham on the weekend, and then yeah, you just have it forever. Yeah, what's the what's the shelf life on ham? I mean, we got the oh probably on like week. Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, probably a week or so. Right. I'm sure if you packed it tightly, like sliced it up, packed it tightly, um, then a ziplock. Yeah, you could probably stretch it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's getting down to the wire there for it, but uh, yeah. So we also got to enjoy. Depending on who you are, Black Friday. Uh, did you partake, Andy? Uh, I did. I kind of didn't think about it until Friday. I'm like, I should look at stuff. Um, I know a lot of places had like, well, they're same. They, our Black Friday started November first. Yeah, it's been Black Friday um, like all year, I think. But then there were like things that were only there on uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, so one one thing to note about Black Friday always is that stuff that's really cheap a lot of times is like a different version of good shit. Yep. TVs, for TVs especially. Um, so you could stay away from that stuff. But there are things that's like, well, you can't fake. So I ended up buying a lot of movies because they had a bunch of them for like seven bucks. The uh, the 4K Blu-rays that I like. Gotta love that. I was hoping to find trains, planes, and automobiles discounted on iTunes or uh, Amazon Prime, but it's uh, it's discounted. But not. I, I like it at a 7.99 mark, and I don't necessarily love it at a 9.99 mark. No, no, not for a uh, older movie, especially a digital version. Um, that's not a great price. I bought L for 9.99, though. I figured I'd bite the bullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably could have got it cheaper somewhere. Well, it's on iTunes, so all my devices easily, and it's a yearly enjoying uh, thing. Like I, I bought yeah. a vacation Christmas vacation long, long ago. It's it's the juice is worth the squeeze on those. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it next year. You don't have to go just, looking for it, any of that crap. Yeah, well, I mean, I got a variety of things because um, I really want to test out my uh, my four K system, um, but because I also added to this um in addition to the movies i bought um i got a 500 dollars sound bar oh i was just gonna usually... guess did you get a sonos yes or no <laughs> uh i don't even remember which one it was lg i think um but it has dolby atmos which is like the highest version of that their sound profile which 
Uh, it has speakers that shoot vertically and then bounce back off the ceiling to you. Did you get the um, stereo that'll blow women's clothes off that Seth Green got? Yeah, it's it's going to be that good, I'm sure of it, yes. Um, but I wanted some good movies that had good sound and things I've heard. Um, I've got Whiplash, the drumming movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited for that. That should be pretty great with this new thing. And then uh, uh, they also put the Lord of the Rings trilogy out on 4K Blu-ray, which uh, uh, I think it's out today, but I'm not going to receive it for a while. That They're like, well, we have to. It'll take a while because we sold out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't come know. Whole from thing. New Zealand. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, the, the soundbar, I don't even know when that's going to come. But I'm excited. So I think, yeah, I paid 500 bucks for it, but it was usually 800. One of those things. Oh, Mazel Tov. I don't know if they they usually fake those things. We're like, hey, we, we slashed the price. Well, yeah, right sure before they right after they raised it by fourteen percent. Yeah, I'm sure it was somewhat of a deal. So you didn't do any in person shopping? No, definitely not. I don't think they even want you in there. Like Best Buy is like, no, we don't want we don't want crowds. Um, so we don't want people to like come in, but like people need to come in and get a cable or something. That's cool. But so I was driving by somewhere. I don't remember where on Saturday or Sunday, because, I mean, the thing went on all weekend and I was in a parking lot where a Best Buy was and there was a line out the door. All right. Well, that's why I, I got everything from. So, mm. yeah, I, I I would expect that still. Yeah. Well, let's check this out. So I was trying to buy something on Costco's website and I don't know, there's something wrong. Somehow my billing address isn't aligning with where I moved, but it, it shows on my credit cards properly. I don't know. I, I kept getting a declined order uh, on Costco's app. And uh, I was like, well, shit, like it was a pretty good deal. I can't say what it was. It is a gift uh, from my girlfriend. And I, I imagine she listens to this pod, uh, but I knew it was in store as well. And so I was like, well, shit, like it's Friday. It's going to be a zoo. I'm going to drive by. And I had I'd gotten on the like help center with people too on uh, Costco's uh, app. And one person's like, well, you could just buy it and do a price change because it was like it canceled my order twice and it was a, a limit of two. So on the app, it thought I already bought two. And so then the third oh. time I tried it, it was going full price. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got none of these. And so the ladies, well, you could just buy it at full price and then uh, apply for a price reduction on the app too. kind of a workaround. It's like, well, that seems like I'm not talking to someone who could actually just modify it on their end, but let's go, let's try it. Yeah. It didn't work either. It still kept canceling. So uh, I drove down and I was going to just turn around if it was crazy and raise some, some hell on the app. But uh, it was less crowded than a standard Saturday. I, I walked right on in and was not bad at all. I was in and out of there in about five minutes. My fastest Costco trip. Yeah, I don't know if that's... Is that a big Black Friday deal place? Oh, or? yeah. They do a lot of stuff. And I'll just say this this uh, thing was quite heavily discounted. Uh, it was about $250 item. I got it for under $200. Okay. And then the next day, which I love this kind of thing, I looked again, and it, they had already redu- or raised the price uh, by thirty dollars. 
So it was oh, literally only that Friday. I should do that to make myself feel better. Yeah, because if it goes any, it really like lower, it's like, well, you could probably return it and buy a new one or get a price reduction. I was like that TV I bought. It was like a month later. It was $400 off. And I was like, fuck. That's how they Vassals. get you. Yeah, but then then it was back up to normal price. And then I saw it also in the Black Friday deals. Like, so that was that case where they lowered it to 1000 and then right before Black Friday, they moved it back to fourteen hundred. And then on Black Friday, they're like, "It's a thousand dollars. It's four hundred off." And it's like I could have got that deal in August. Dang it! Yeah, uh, you got to enjoy your TV a month early for that. Yeah, that's consumerism for you. You know, you never know. Yeah, because sometimes you just you wait, you wait, and then it's gone forever. Yeah, you got that right. Sometimes you're like, "Do I really want to pre-order PlayStation Five right at this second? Uh, maybe I'll think about it for a minute and then psh, they're all gone. Yeah. They're all gone. Snooze, That's how it you works. Lose, Andy. You just got to be prepared to, to spend that money. Yeah. You got to do some, uh, premeditation on it, but okay. Black Friday has uh, come and gone and cyber Monday as well. And yeah, pretty good. Um, let's move on to some movie news. We've got a lot actually on here. Uh, movie and TV news. That is tell us about Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong is supposed to come out uh, at some point this year, maybe next year, I don't know. But it's um, finally the two monsters fighting each other. We've um, all been waiting for this. Yeah, it's it's very anticipated, but it's it's not it's not a Marvel movie or a Star Wars or something like that. It's a, it's definitely a lower tier on that on that level, but it's still a big deal. And um, now with everything being delayed, like they don't know what to do. They don't know if can this really compete with every other blockbuster that's supposed to come out this year now also being in next year? Yeah, we're uh, going to have so like three some... Transformers movies and like six uh, Fast and Furious movies come out next year probably. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Um, so the rumor was that this was on the market for streamers and that Netflix offered $200 million for it. Jesus. And they declined. So this well, they movie... know what they have. Well, I saw this movie is 25% financed by Warner Brothers. And 75 and by a Chinese company? Some other, yeah. Was, I think it was Legendary Pictures. Mark Wahlberg in this? Um, no, I actually don't even know who the humans are. Obviously, Godzilla's in it. Matthew Broderick but... is reprising his role? Uh, it's not that serious. It's it's the one from a couple years ago. Um, Brian Cranston? Yeah, it's that serious, but I mean, he died in that movie, so... Uh, Kyle Chandler was in the last one. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Starring Alexander Skarsgård. There's not in the previous one. I figured Skarsgård would be around there. He's actually, he's he's in the makeup. He's playing Godzilla. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown was the main kid character. I guess the main character in the last one. You'll never believe this, but she's already 24. Yeah, I think she is at this point. But yeah, she was Kyle Chandler's daughter. And now she's also going to be in this. So... But I mean, who really cares? It's really about the monsters. That's what we want. I don't give a shit about who's in it. Yeah. The last one had uh, Thomas Middleditch of the uh, Silicon Valley playing just the same character, like a nervous. I, I smart hope they guy. get Bobcat Goldthwait to play uh, Godzilla. Um, I think it's all CGI this time. Oh, because he did such a great yeah. job playing that in the eighties. Yeah. One crazy summer. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, I think it's all CGI. There's no costumes this time. Lame. Yeah. I think technology has moved a lot. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the story is that they want, because it's part owned by Warner Brothers, they want it to go to HBO Max instead. So they're going to have to offer a fair offer, more than $200 million to get it on there. 201, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it might, that might be all it takes. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, tell us about other, I, I don't know if this is a superhero or a monster, but Van Helsing movie. Uh, do you remember the Universal Monster Universe they were trying to make? With Tom Cruise as the mummy and that shit? Oh, yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, and it like failed horribly, and then like, they still went ahead and made The Invisible Man as its own standalone movie, which was good. Um, but so I guess Universal still wants to make movies with these characters, so now there's going to be a new Van Helsing, so... Uh, not that long ago, like 15 years ago, there was that uh, Hugh Jackman one. But now we're getting uh, another one. And that's uh, Van Helsing is the vampire hunter, of course. Yeah, we all know that from yes. forgetting Sarah Marshall. And if <laughs> yeah. I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I'll slay him. Yeah, he was and I believe uh, in uh, the What We Do in the Shadows TV show, uh, it was revealed that the one character was a descendant of Van Helsing. And that's why he's so naturally good at killing the vampires. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the plan is to make another Van Helsing movie uh, directed by Julius Avery, who did the movie Overlord. Did you watch that one? I don't even know if I've heard of that. It was the weird like World War II Nazi doing experiments on people. It sounds familiar. I don't know if I've seen it or not. It was pretty interesting. It was a couple years back where like the it's like D-Day and the... Uh, the parachute guys, they'd, they'd land like past the beach and they go in this like French town and it's Nazis doing experiments and making monsters and stuff and they have to kill the monsters and everything. Um, but that, that was a solid movie and it's also going to be produced by James Wan, who is uh, the Saw slash The Conjuring guy. So that's they're, they're handing him like everything. I mean, he also made Aquaman, so he's saw slash the conjuring slash slash aquaman that's that what his, they call range yeah that is his background and uh, warner brothers is uh, really turning over a lot to him so uh it seems like he's gonna take control of this franchise he here, also does so, the at and you know. commercials yeah probably uh so that, that means it's probably going to be better than um the 2005 hugh jackman movie yeah i've never seen a van helsing movie yeah, that wasn't that good. It was, yeah, just kind of boring. I think it was like, hey, everyone likes Wolverine. How about he just plays a different guy and people will watch it? We were dumb back then. Yeah, some people still are. Yeah, we we got we just got better at like choosing movies over the years. I'm gonna check out the Rotten Tomato score the, that uh, 2004 film. I'm going. Um, Ooh, directed by Steven Summers. Well, you have the score in front of you. I don't. I'm going to go 31. Oh, uh, you busted. 24. That was close, though. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Is It sucked. Uh, Kate Beckinsale was in it. That's good. Did she play a vampire again? No, she was just a regular human being. Um, mm. And then nobody I've ever heard of. Yet. Wow, that's an interesting cast. No one else that I've ever heard of. I don't know. Right. Times were different. They were weird. Yeah. 
Well, Van Helsing for you if you if you fancy that stuff. Let's uh, look at other old things that are uh, coming back. I'm talking, of course, about something that is back, and uh, it's saved by the bell, the new bell. I don't know if it's yes. actually if there's any like add-ons to the name. Is it just still called Saved by the Bell? No, it's just literally Saved by the Bell. Okay. Well, um, that, that's how you do it. Or usually, when you do the edgy re- reboot, you add a the in the front. So it should just be called the Saved by the Bell, but it's not. They saw the Facebook movie. They knew what JT said. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had talked about this, uh, I don't know, last week or two about where Screech, you know, he's in bar fights and arrested and he wrote books about them all doing meth and hooking up with each other and yada, yada. Well, we obviously are like, well, they're going to kill him off. He's not coming back. There's no way. Well, I saw an uh, article, I believe from Lark Voris or however you say Lisa Turtle's name, that uh, he was offered to come back. And uh, it's it, it boils down to he's asking for some more money. Yeah, that this is his last chance at a payday. I mean, that that's it's probably because they're good people, you know, all those uh, say by the bell people. They're probably like, hey, man, if you just behave for one day. We'll give you like 200 grand. Just do this one cameo. Yeah. And he's probably like, no, 500. 201. Yeah. So I was a little surprised by that. And I mean, I don't I don't know anything further if they're getting another season or how this is going to work. But you might be seeing Screech in uh, season two. Yeah, work it out. I mean, it's just it's for the kids. OK. Yeah. And uh, we both watched one episode of that. So we'll get into that part when we get to what we've been watching and uh spoiler alerts, I, I think Andy has about 51 things. Uh, it was, a, it was a long holiday weekend. I watched a lot. Yeah. So we'll get there uh, in good time, but keeping uh, in the news world, we uh, lost an actor to COVID-19. Now, I don't know how many that's a, you know, for a grand total of yet that have perished from this pandemic disease, but uh, Darth Vader, not James Earl Jones, the voice, but the actual actor, David Prowse, dies uh, of COVID just the other day. He was 85 years old. Six foot six, this guy. Yeah, I mean, he was. Uh, it's all the old Star Wars men are uh, dying here. Uh, Chewbacca recently died. Um, that's why they did a good job. Just getting big, huge people. Yeah. Big, huge people, uh, yeah. little, tiny people. Yeah, they that don't too. necessarily yeah. live all that long. Yeah, so it'll well, be nice to them. The tiny people from Star Wars are all alive, as far as I know. So that's good. The Wookies and all that. The uh, Ewoks. Uh, the Ewok, the little Ewok, the main guy, he's still alive. Warwick Davis. He was only like twelve years old when he did that. Well, fancy. Um, and then Kenny Baker, that's the R two D two. He's still alive. Ah, you don't say. Yeah. Well, interesting and uh, sad, nonetheless, that uh, David yeah, Prowse is gone. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting uh, role. Okay, I was wrong. R2-D2 died. In yeah, I thought he had to. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, well, we have more Star Wars realm news, and uh, that's if you're updated on The Mandalorian. And did you watch on Friday? I did, yes. So you now know what Baby Yoda's name actually is. Yeah. Grogu. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, now word on the street is 
John Favreau and co told this, the uh, cast and crew last season, what this little fella is going to be named. And they'd all kept it a secret. Yeah. So a little underwhelming, but it does sound more like, like a demon or something. Or wasn't, didn't he like try to fight the Smurfs? What was that guy's name? What? <laughs> the bad guy from the Smurfs was something like that too. The movie, the Smurfs, the Smurfs, the fucking cartoon. I've never watched that. Really? Okay. <laughs> no. All right. I know of Smurfs, but I never watched it as a kid. When you said the movie, like, no, the movie is shit. The show is like from the 80s. Yeah. I'm not from the 80s. I was on TV. Like, things on the 80s from that were... 80s TV shows were shown, like, all the time in the 90s. That's how it worked. Yeah. It wasn't good, but it existed. It was out there. Well, needless to say, Grogu is... Uh, replaced the baby Yoda name and uh, I'm still enjoying, you know, this wild west set in Star Wars land. Yeah, well this one was like a samurai movie. Also, a lot of Asian I, imagery. I was thinking when I was watching I was like, is that Rosario Dawson under like that smurf makeup and that weird like gum head she has with a it's like is it hair? Yeah. Is it part of her head? Can you cut that stuff off? Is it a hat? Uh it was like white and blue like tie-dye. Well, I think behind the scenes, it's a hat, but <laughs> obviously. But is that her like the alien form, the whole head? Yeah. I mean, we've seen those people before, right? What's I know. And I always want to cut that stuff off. It, it's yeah, unbecoming. Yeah. Let me see what a race is called, because they have names for all these things. But um, I was a little impressed with myself. I, like, she's a Togruta. It's who? A Togruta. There's a race. Interesting. But yeah, so yeah, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, no, I remember that being cast because uh, that was big news. They couldn't hide that because uh, that char- that character is beloved. Um, she's like the star of the Clone Wars television show. Interesting. So that's uh, she studied under Anakin Skywalker and has a uh, quite the uh, past there. Okay. Although I don't love that they introduce all this stuff from like the cartoons because. It's just like they keep adding stuff like after the fact where it's like, you know, the original trilogy, it's like all the Jedi are dead and Luke had to find this old shriveled up little midget guy. He's the only guy who could train him. And then like now it's like it's real. Like, no, nah, there were guys out there that didn't get killed uh, and they're just chilling out there doing their own thing. It's like they didn't want to fight. Like, what was she doing? Why didn't she help Luke Skywalker? She's lost like, in what? the fog. Yeah, I guess that 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 looked bad on the on the TV. I have to say, I was having trouble with that, but that looked fine on mine. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, before we get into what we've been watching, that uh, portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Now, uh, you formerly knew them as the Simple Doggy. This is not a, a new brand that we're now promoting. Is uh, the same good old leash that you've been waiting for. And uh, if you guys head over to thecliplessleash.com for a limited time, plug in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y. They're going to give you a pretty special deal just in time for the holidays. They're going to give you 65% off. That is unbelievable. That's cheaper than a leash you're going to pick up at your local Petco. And this one's going to be better. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. I don't know how long they can do this, guys. So head 
there quickly. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. Uh, Andy, how uh, many do you actually have? I have two, and I know that we both have one as the same. Which is say by the I way. have one one interruption here. Uh, the NBA just announced their Christmas Day slate, making us look like jackasses, saying, "Oh, it's not even available yet." But, um, well, Mavs Lakers was it just announced? Like, yeah, like a minute ago. Okay, well, when we recorded it, it was not. I out. know, but it sucks that they do it now. We're gonna have to re-record yeah. sports. Dang it! We got Mavs Lakers in the primetime slot, and then Clippers Nuggets at the end, which I hate that last game. Why? I hate that it's the Nuggets, but I don't. I don't want to watch a basketball game at seven thirty at night on Christmas Day. Like I like. I think the the best slot is usually the like early one. Well, yeah, because you want to get in the morning. to bed early so that you can go to the uh, Rose Bowl parade. That would be like six days later. Well, you want to get a good spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, moving on from that, just I think it's funny that they announce it right after we. I finish. think they're listening to our live feed. Yeah, they're like, shit, we got to give these guys what they want. Yeah, okay. So what, how many do I have? Let's see. I've got seven. (laughs) All right, well, go in for like four or five right now. I'll I'll do. That's not including Saved by the Bell either, so. Wait, what? Um, That's not including Saved by the Bell either. So eight with that. Um, But I only watched one episode. Me too. Do you want to just get Saved by the Bell out of the way right now? Yeah, why not? Uh, Attention, spoilers ahead. Saved by the Bell, the new Bell, episode one. Is there really anything that interesting to spoil? I don't think so. Um, It looked like they shot all of Zach's scenes in COVID. Yeah, oh, definitely. That was a last minute. Which is so stupid. It's like they really thought like, oh, no one's going to care what he or Kelly are doing. We got A.C. Slater. He's been on extra for all these years. People really want to see him some more. It's like, no. We obviously want the think, whole gang back together. I think they were worried they weren't going to get uh, Mark Paul Gosseler because he's actually like, he's doing all those actor. TNT courtroom dramas. <laughs> yeah, he actually does jobs. Yeah, but how much uh, did that actually pay? And short of scheduling conflicts, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. I, I don't see why he wouldn't want to bleach his hair again and come back. No, the hair thing was not going to happen. No. You're saying that's a wig? I mean, like, it doesn't look, it's not going to look the same, you know? You well, whatever they it. did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think he'll probably actually be live in one episode at least, I'm going to say. Um, but remember, that was a last minute thing. When this thing was first announced, it was like he was going to be like referenced. And then uh, he's like, wait, why don't you just let me do it? I'm like, really? You'll do it. So that was awkward. And then, yeah, and then Kelly's one scene was just in like a dining room somewhere. Yeah, she was like in a commercial form, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is weird. Um, and it's also weird that their kid is in it. If if they were not supposed to be in it, I wonder if that character wasn't supposed to be their kid. Uh, it'd be weird if this kid who looks just like Zach <laughs> at Save or Bayside wasn't Zach's kid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Know. I wasn't there in the writers' room, but I feel like I was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, and I don't know where Lisa Turtle comes in. I I did see that she's supposed to be you know a famous fashion designer in Paris. So maybe she's via Zoom or she comes in to donate to the fashion department at the school. Um. Obviously, like we said, we've only watched one episode, so we have quite a bit 
uh, left to get to. But uh, yeah, so I was I was disappointed to find out after finishing that first episode um, that Peacock, which is a free service, you can just look, make an account for free. Um, it comes with commercials. You can have a non-commercial one if you pay for it. Um, but in order to access the rest of the season, you do have to have the paid version of it. So let me uh, ask you not, this. Is that it's not much money and there is a free seven day trial and I'm sure you could watch all of these in seven days. But are they going to do it like, oh, you can watch a new one next week and then every week? I don't think so. But oh, then I'm just maybe. not going to watch anymore. Say by the bell. Yeah, if you want to watch it, you could do it in a, over a seven day trial or pay. F- it's it's only five bucks. I believe it's it's really cheap. They had a for their service Black but. Friday or Cyber Monday deal, and it's probably still going on where it was like. I think it was four dollars. Yeah. Yeah, was it was. I think it was twenty bucks for like six months or something. Yeah, that it's it's strange because I don't think there's that many things on that service. Like, there's definitely not a lot of originals. Um, although the office will be there in less than thirty January days. January one, get it out of your system. Yeah. Um. Well, that's disappointing. But, uh, I'm gonna have to look into that some more to see, you know, when us non-payers, commercial watchers can enjoy the rest of that say by the bell because yeah i I was looking at it i just was watching it like friday morning or whatever day it was eating breakfast and then the credits were rolling i was waiting for the next episode to start and it stopped i was like oh it must be a weekly thing yeah that's what i thought originally um that's how it was going to be but then yeah i just saw it's like well it's all available um so like 13 people can watch the whole thing right now (laughs) yeah Pretty cool. All right. Well, uh, you want to do a few? Uh, yeah. Let me get to my list. All right. So I'm going to start off with the two like uh, little Christmas specials, kids shows, things I watched. I talked last week about Alien Xmas. Oh, I watched that a, too. A Netflix thing, and uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's a it was like 35 minutes. It's just a little story. Cool, cool animation. It was very American. Good, yeah, had some good little laughs. Um. I liked it. has has a nice message. Uh, Santa was funny, I guess. Um, but yeah, if that's it's a nice Christmas thing. Like it's it's better than watching those Rudolph things, I would say. Although I guess those are more classics. Uh, the other Christmas special I watched was the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. <whistles> this is on Disney Plus, um, and this takes place after Episode Nine. And honestly, I think it's a better way to end the Star Wars franchise than Episode Nine. That is, it's a really ni- nice little story where uh, so Ray is trying to train Finn, but since she never really got full training herself, she doesn't know what to do. So she seeks out uh, some help from an old like Jedi temple, and she ends up. Um, it allows her to like go into the past and see old examples of. Jedi is being trained. So you see like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And so you see like all these scenes from all the other previous movies. And it's uh, really nice. And it ends with a, you know, a nice message. Uh, like I said, better than the actual movie itself. Episode nine there. Um, and a lot of good, good like references, good jokes. And uh, if you're a big Star Wars fan, it's it's worth it. Although it's strange that they try to make it out like a Christmas special, but it's like, I think it was like Life Day or something is what they called it. Huh. Because, I mean, there was no Jesus in Star Wars Land. Whoa. Not yet. Good save. Because it's a long time ago. 
Uh, but yeah, I would, I would I would check it out if you really if you really love Star Wars. It's it's not the funniest thing, but it's pretty good. What else you got? Uh, <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy on Netflix. Oh, you watched it. I did. Uh, of course, my parents wanted to watch it because that's that's who the target demographic is: sixty year old white people. Um, this movie's been a little little controversial. It, it was supposed to be uh, like Oscar bait. Uh, it had great actresses doing being poor people, which usually uh, gets good awards attention, and uh, it's definitely worth it. So Glenn Close as the grandmother here, she actually she was great. Like, there's no doubt. Like say we will about the movie it was a great performance and then amy adams was still good uh, i know she's tried to defend the movie but it's it's got really bad reviews but it's because mostly because it's kind of like a political lightning rod and it's um this book it was based on a book from 2016 that was um like a big part of the conversation of the 2016 election and like well, why do people from these rural areas love donald trump and it's like well read this book it explains how rural people think um, and it's just been like controversial ever since. So of course, when they made this movie, a bunch of people just gave it shitty reviews that it probably didn't deserve. People are just butt munches nowadays. If you're a writer, most likely you're a butt munch. But I will say, it isn't that good of a movie. It's fine. Um, I think people, the the message that it sends, I think people are fine to have that opinion, especially. But the, I mean, the movie tries to take out any sort of like political sociological message it's just trying to tell a story about um you know one guy's up- upbringing it tries to remove any sort of like conclusions about it and it you know it looks decent it's ron howard so it's professionally made it's got to be great um, if it's ron howard yeah I, I gave it a three out of five it's like this is this is fine like, you know what really quick you can watch parenthood on uh, peacock which is a ron howard film mm, yeah definitely so this is not a must watch. Uh, I think Netflix is probably disappointed that I think they thought this would be a bigger deal. But can you explain what the uh, name is? Hillbilly Elegy. 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 It's just yeah. I mean, it's that's an old word. It's like the same thing as eulogy, but it's just. Let me see what the actual definition of is. So, but like the, he's dead. A the poem death of, of a reflection. Yeah. Well, it's just looking back at that way of life and how like the, the whole thing is like I know he, nothing about the film. He's a descendant of people from Kentucky, but he grew up in like suburban Ohio. But it's like he that was his culture. They'd go back and see how those people lived and how like that way of life is dying because there's no factories anymore and that kind of stuff. So, uh-huh. um, But this this story is really just about how he went to the military, got out and he was in he was at Yale. But at the same time, so he's trying to be at Yale at the same time. He's from this poor family in suburban ohio it's like i'm sure the book has is way more detailed this is probably this movie adaptation is probably just a tiny chunk of what the book was actually about Uh uh-huh but of course when you have a huge a book that's a huge deal they're gonna make it into a movie i think they bought the rights to this movie like the second it came out yeah netflix offered 100 billion (laughs) dollars yeah okay but you want to do one more and then i'll go Sure. Um, another net movie I watched on Netflix was The Guest. This is a, a thriller from 2014, directed by Adam Wingard, who uh, also made the recent Blair Witch, and uh, also directed a 
movie that's not out yet that we had just talked about godzilla versus kong no way yeah that's a weird uh coincidence uh, i didn't watch the guest because of that but uh it was on my netflix list for a while um i knew it had positive reception uh, it's about a um soldier who goes to visit the family of uh someone he served with that that died and he just kind of shows up there and is like hey i just wanted to meet you guys because i told you know i told him that i would look after you guys if if he died and he is dead now and then just, just kind of gets involved with the family and then just starts like fucking people up in the town like because he's like a badass military guy and it's very like 80s it's got like a synth soundtrack the whole whole way through but he's just like he's the mysterious guy in town now and then like he's like but he's super cool like there's there's a great part where he goes to a bar and he orders he orders fireball which is like oh fireball but it was actually like a cocktail with like hot sauce in the cocktail and then he he goes and sends a round of cosmos to a group of guys <clears throat> And so then the guys come back like, what the fuck does that mean? And the one guy pours the drink on his head. So he's like, oh, okay, fair fight. And he then throws the drink in the guy's face. But because it's got like all the hot sauce in there, the guy starts screaming. And it's like, and then he beats the shit out of him. It's like, all right. Whoa. It's that kind of movie. <laughs> but yeah, I'd recommend that. It's on Netflix. Well, it's not like the movie I watched. Are you ready for this one? Sure. I watched The Christmas Chronicles 2. Oh, not surprised. You said you were going to do it. Did you watch it? I didn't. You're missing out. So obviously you should probably watch the first one before you watch this one. But uh, they pick up, you know, where they left off pretty much. The uh, little girl and her brother who nearly destroyed Christmas the last time are uh, on vacation with their mom who seems to have gotten her shit together and uh, is going to marry Tyrese Gibson, who's in this movie. I didn't know he was allowed to act outside of Vin Diesel movies. Uh, he's family, though. So Yeah, that's true. We're family. Uh, but they're in Cancun, and so she's pissed because you know, her mom's moving on, and there's no snow anywhere, so she's going to run away. She's going to go back home. And this little fat kid from New Zealand who was... Uh, spoilers here, guys. Who was a troll or an elf rather, uh, throws her into a portal, gets her into Santa Claus land. And, uh, you know, that whole whirlwind of fun, uh, erupts and, uh, Oh, it's, it's doggone enjoyable. Uh, put it to you that way. It has a little kid. I think his name is Yair Bruno. If I'm saying that right, uh, from the, oh, witches, shit. the little black kid. So when you said a little fat kid from New Zealand, I'm like, I wonder if it's the kid from hunt for the wilder people. And it definitely is. So, yeah, he was. Yeah, that kid's hilarious. <laughs> he was terrible. And I don't mean in the <laughs> acting, I mean like you hate him so much. And so I think because of that, he did a really good job. Um, but he's trying to cancel Christmas, basically. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, they go. Oh, wait a minute. They do some stuff. And I'll say this they, uh, they kind of boosted ideas from other films. And so what I'm going to, I'll just pitch a scenario to you, Andy, and uh, you tell me he throws a device on the sleigh and causes them to go back in time. And then, uh, you know, they have to basically get back, uh, to the present, uh, 
And they were working with the Libyans the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so the funny thing is, cause it's Santa and he knows everything. He gets, he finds the spot in the world at that moment in time where this little girl's dad was. Cause remember in the first one, he's dead. He's a firefighter. He ran to a house and never ran out. I, I believe if I'm remembering correctly. So the little girl gets to go meet her dad. Well, they meet in the most, uh, un, you know, un, un, unimaginable ways in the police station, basically inside of an airport. Cause she looks like a runaway cause she's 10, whatever. And, uh, here's where I felt old. Now, Andy, I've never felt like a, like an old person. And, uh, this little girl is sitting in the airport. It's 1990 is the year they go back to. Yeah. And this year. little boy is talking to her in the police station. And we come to find out that little boy who, by the way, is the, uh, lead star from mid nineties. Um, I see this on the, the cast. That's her dad. And so <laughs> the whole so like time year old this thing, was... looking for like a 40 year old guy walking by on a business trip or something. It's like, holy yeah. shit. 1990, he would have been a little kid because he was 40, something like that. So, yeah, I did look up um, this movie last week, the first one, because I said, oh, should uh, uh, Wyatt Russell be in it if his parents are in it? Uh, no, but the dad that you're talking about is Oliver Hudson. So, um who is Goldie Hawn's son. So. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but it connected the pieces for me and made me feel old for the first time in my <laughs> life. Um, it's a good watch for Christmas time. And so it, and it looks like the mom is the uh, father of the bride. So that doesn't make sense. If she was getting married in 1991, and that scene took 1991. She could be getting married to that 11-year-old kid. That's pretty good. I did not mm. connect that. That's a good movie. You don't. It's never on TV. Yeah. I it like the be. scene where he's trying to buy the hot dog buns or hamburger buns, and they don't match the packaging of the hot dogs or hamburgers. Yeah. And so he goes to jail because of that. Then Steve Martin's in Parenthood. It all comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you really want it to go full circle. So this... Little New Zealand kid. His name is Julian Dennison. Do you know what his next film is? Um, I'm going to cheat and look. No, no. Just guess based on what we've talked about. Oh, so God far. damn it. <laughs> Too late. It's Godzilla versus King Kong. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's the it's the movie of the year next year. Are there it's nine people so in the world? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's I'm exciting. surprised he's like... not in what we do in the shadows on TV because he's from New Zealand. They should all have to work together. Yeah. Well, he was in Deadpool 2, it looks like, and I do remember that, but he was great in Hunt for the Wilder People. Hmm. I also like Malcolm McDowell did a great job as one of the elves. Yeah, always great. I worry. I don't want to see him pass away. He's too good. I don't think he's that old. 1943. Yeah, he's like 70-something. He's like the same age as that's Joe not Biden. that young, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> He could be president still. That's how that works. This is true. By the way, so Biden broke his foot. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It sounds cool to me. Does it? They say his German yeah. shepherds jumped him. I don't know yeah. if I believe that. I'd like to see, you know, did he fall in the shower? <laughs> He's an know. old the, man. The German shepherds are real. I saw him. He needs to wear life alert. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure they'll. They're from now on. He'd be like, "I want to play with my dogs." And they're like, "All right, we'll do it by proxy, and we'll have a yeah, we'll we'll zoom to them." Yeah, do a zoom meeting. You know that he should see that commercial. That old lady is like yelling at you. Any senior citizen must wear life alert. She's literally like, I feel like I got yelled at. He needs to see that commercial. I mean, he probably already has like a implant in his brain so that they can control him anyways. Right. <laughs> Let's just make up new conspiracy theories. But... Weekend at Bernie's. I've said it before. Yeah. The globalists are have already controlled him and he's actually a robot. The Globo Jim? The globalists. Oh. Uh, the, um, what were they called? Like the Redwood Society or something? I don't know. I don't know. We're There's all those kinds of groups. Here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How many more movies or film uh, shows do you have, Andy? I've got two movies and one show. Let's hear them. So I'll close with the show, which I didn't finish. I just want to do a pre, pre-thoughts. Uh, so the two movies I watched were linked by accident. But I was looking at my HBO list and what movies were leaving as of today. So both of these movies you cannot watch on HBO anymore. Um, so sorry. And they're both good. But uh, the first one was Dog Day Afternoon, a uh, an old movie from the 70s, Al Pacino. Um, it's basically the template for all the bank robbery movies. All, all the, the like where they get caught, all of those tropes from that thing came from this movie where like all right we'll get you pizzas you want pizzas all right like all that stuff yeah um, this is also this is also the movie where he yells uh, attica oh, uh, attica Char- man charlie in always sunny was being serpico which is a different al pacino movie from the 70s but still says that line interesting um, but yeah it's 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 definitely a classic for a reason i'd never seen it uh it's fascinating to see like the shittiness of the 1970s where like that's basically the theme there of the movie where it's like why does this guy have to rob a bank it's like well because everything sucks and i live in new york city which sucks it's just dirty and there's everyone's on drugs and everything's horrible and it's like yeah i guess but you should watch it if you haven't seen it but you can't on hbo max anymore you know i was looking at one of the guys john uh Cazale, and yeah, I could have sworn he was the bad guy in Last Action Hero, but he's not. No, uh, he's in the Godfathers. He uh, he has an interesting story in that he was in five movies in his whole career. Yeah, and all of them were Best Pictures you know, nominees. He's got a great he, agent. Well, he he passed. That's why he died. That's why it was kind of tragic that. That's like, oh, this guy was a this guy was going to be a big deal, and then. Yeah, he was. He died before the Deer Hunter came out. Even so, he had a lot of forehead. Yeah, Fredo. That's what he's best known as. So, yeah, three of the five also with Al Pacino. So. Huh. Yeah, but I yeah, haven't seen that. I it might come back. Who knows? That'll be somewhere. But, Peacock uh, will get it now. Yeah, <laughs> that movie was directed by uh, Sidney Lumet, who was uh, a big deal, and. The next movie I watched was his final film, um, but that was a total accident. They were just both on my list. They were both leaving on December 1st. Uh, this one is uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Uh, this is a, uh, I'd say a smaller movie in scale, but also about a failed robbery. Uh, it's about two brothers who um, try to rob a jewelry store, and the brothers are Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke. So. You know, his name is Andy. It is, yes. Um, and right off the bat, you know, it's like, well, those are two top of the line actors there. 
here. And uh, then Marissa it's got Tomei Michael Shannon. Also in it. Michael Shannon was a very small part is before he was a big deal, but he was uh, exactly who you think he is. Just a scary guy who's there to intimidate people. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is that they're both the brothers have their own problems and reasons for trying to do this robbery and why it goes wrong and how that affects their family. And um, it was hard to watch at one point because Philip Seymour Hoffman is addicted to heroin and has to go to like this apartment to do heroin. It's like, oh, that sucks because he probably was actually doing that in real life at the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, that wasn't even part of the character. Yeah. He asked for it to be written in. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it sucks to see every time I see him in something new, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, I'll watch, be more. there's still a handful or you know, plenty of movies of his I haven't seen. So it's kind of nice to watch him just uh, like still feel like he's still there. Yeah, I think that there's there's more for me. I never watched that. Uh, was that pirate radio or something? That one's entertaining just for the music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might learn something. There was probably a song or two I had never heard or kind of forgot about. So I got to pick those back up. British rock. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I told my sister to watch or to find a book like written by his uh, uh, character from Almost Famous. She's like, I don't know who that is. I was like, you know, from Almost Famous. And she's like, I've never seen it. I was like, what? That's just an American. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he's he's still missed. I feel like we talk about him like every three months or something because he's just he's in so much. I remember that bad movie you had recommended uh, that he was in where he was on a boat and then he's like gay and they he's tr- that guy just tr- gets drunk and like makes poison drinks. What? I don't remember what it was called or who the guy was, but it was very weird. He was like a cult leader. The master? Yeah, there you go. OK, well, I thought you were talking about the uh, Matt Damon one at first that we watched earlier this year. Uh, Talented Mr. Ripley. No, I like that one a lot because he wasn't gay, but Matt Damon was gay in that. Well, he was like, if he wanted to be, he'd be gay. Like, <laughs> depended on the circumstances. I don't know. All right, what's your what's your show? All right, I I think I'm the last person to start the Queen's Gambit. You you know this show? The what? The Queen's Gambit. Never heard of it. It's the biggest deal on Netflix. They they said it's their most watched uh, original miniseries. I. I turn on Netflix like once a year. Yeah. So it's all over the front page at all times. And, you know, I had heard when it first came out, like, oh, this is supposed to be pretty good. Um, but I always take my time. But I'm going to try to cancel my Netflix in like 15 days. Just just heads up. Right Give me there. a warning. Yeah. Fire a warning shot text. Let me know. It's going to go up. It's going to go up to the $18. I'm going to at least take some months off. So it's not to, like, a big deal because uh, my girlfriend's still on her parents one. So actually in our bedroom is hers but because you have the high def we have that in the downstairs room yeah and at this point they're gonna have to not charge a premium because uh hbo max said they're gonna start rolling out 4k stuff disney disney already has 4k disney stuff. is Amazon. free if you have verizon yeah they can't netflix can't still charge a premium for that well they so. also shouldn't be offering 200 million dollars for any movie yeah well uh anyways <laughs> Queen's Gambit. Uh, it's the talk of the town here. Everyone's watching it. Uh, so I watched uh, the first three of them. Uh, it's it's about a orphaned girl in like I think the fifties um, becomes a great chess player, and she's only like 
in a teenager and she's beating like real people and competing in tournaments. That's the girl from um, the witch. Yeah. She's, she's great. So the, I would say the first episode isn't that great because it's mostly like the nine year old version of her. So she's not in it when she's like, Oh, you're okay. You're removing your star from the first episode. That's a, that's kind of bold. Um, but how, how it's gone so far is that it's not, it's not really a TV show. It, it's like a long movie that there was a part when I was watching last night where like the scene ended and it started to go to black. The music was over and I was like, Oh, okay. That was a good way to end the episode. And then it like went to the next scene, like three years later. I was like, what the fuck? And like, I think they just like shot the whole thing as a super long movie. And they're like, let's just cut it up. Huh? So I don't know, it but does, it's, I see have bill camp in here and yeah, he, I, he was I, in the first I'm episode. a fan of his camp. So he, he's the janitor who teaches her how to play chess. So he, he really carries the first episode there. Teach your calculus. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's well made. Like you see, it's like, oh, this thing kind of sounds boring. Like, is it really that good? And it's like, oh, yeah, they just they just know how to make good stuff. Like how exciting can chess really be? But eh, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, titles are seven. a big deal and the title is very dumb. So. Well, it refers to a move in chess, which I don't play. And, you know, I'd, I'd like no, to be able to don't... understand how to play it. So if it can teach me, no. maybe I'll watch it. So, like, I think I'm a smart guy, but I've never understood chess. You have to and be Russian. Problem... Yeah. The problem is I don't ever want to learn one of those games where it's like, oh, it's smart. People are good at them because if I'm not good at it, I can't take it. I can't take the ego hit. Well, you could and you can only play old people in the park. Yeah. Or like Magneto. Yeah. And, and Professor Xavier. That's who you have to play. Um, Interesting. But so like, how far in are you on that? Uh, three out of seven. So it's not long. And they're hour long episodes. Yeah, I think around there. They could do what they want, you know. So one of them's it's like Netflix. One hour and 51 yeah. minutes. The finale is actually four hours long. They just watch Lord of the Rings in the middle of it. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Who knows? Anything else to uh, add on your uh, extravaganza? Oh, that covers it. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for uh, episode 195 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. And uh, as always, I'm Sean and joined with me, we had Off-Road Checkmate Andy. Cool. I like it. We'll see you Checkmate. later.